Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I watched, like, a Fred Warner and a Dre Greenlaw, and I, I just think, like, that, it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. It's the same with when the Bucks had... The, the season that they won the Super Bowl. It's just you when they when those inside linebackers fly around, they absolutely wreck offenses. Um, and now offenses are obviously naturally kind of game planning around those kinds of inside linebackers. And it's like the cat and mouse. But the Packers have won. Now they have to find that pairing. And it even could be if they wanted maybe a safety that plays closer up to the line, if they wanted a safety that played in the box, like I'm thinking about like an Adrian Amos in his, in his prime as like that super just like sturdy box safety. Also, with, like, like late stage Morgan Burnett. Yeah. Yeah. With right? the Browns, like, Morgan Burnett. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what they want to do in terms of like investment. Um, and also Isaiah like Simmons as a free agent. Maybe he needs a career rejuvenation. Fun. I mean, there's also. I've, some, I've been dreaming really about awesome whatever that guy can do for sure. I don't. I don't know if he's ever going to turn into anything, anything. We don't know like if he can hit that ceiling anymore. Oh but gosh, yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going to happen there, but like Buda Baker. Um. <laughs> Buda Baker. I don't know. It's it's going to be a really interesting off season for sure, given like. Also, just like that grouping, I feel like inside linebacker safety has always just been like, there's a lot of creativity with what you can do in terms of, you know, just like the way that players are coming out of college too. like, you're not, when you're playing the middle of the field, right, you're getting like really shifty slot, like receivers, like Jaden Reeds that you have to cover, but then you're also getting like big six six luke musgrave tight ends so it's just like how do you develop like an in middle of the field cover defense that's going to be able to attack all spectrums of an offense and it's again you go back to the 49ers and it's like they just have two inside linebackers that are phenomenal at everything and you're just like get lucky i mean i hate to use the l word lucky but you just sometimes get lucky with with players that can do it all. Um, I don't know. Well, and if you think of like, you think of like when you're trying to run those pressure things too, like if you're bringing Quay on a blitz, which sounds really fun, like you've got to replace him somehow in coverage, 
right? Like unless it's like a like cover zero type of look. And so in that case, you're likely spinning a safety down. You've got like a two higher, you got a guy in the box, and now a safety's got to pick up whatever his responsibility was, whether that's somewhere middle of the field, whether that's somewhere carrying a guy up the seam. And so it is then you do you do then run into the like it's good to have linebackers. It's also good to have a safety who can who can play in the box or do some coverage stuff, or then also play a little bit in space. Like you need to be able to be versatile, especially with those two positions. With as much as if you want to bring that pressure, like you need guys that can do that stuff. So I think getting getting maybe a slightly undersized safety and a slightly bigger linebacker, like that's that's a pretty good pairing if you're going to kind of rotate those guys and, and switch off their responsibilities a little bit and confuse the offenses. Yeah. All right. I asked Maggie this and I want your opinion too. Like, is there a role for Darnell Savage in this new defensive scheme? If they can get him, because I feel like his, I might be wrong on this. I feel like his best year was under Patton where it was kind of more like he was rangy and roamy a little bit more. Like I, they drafted him. Cause I mean, that is ideally if, if his, if he hits what he's supposed to be, right which was what they drafted him for is kind of this rangy playing space safety who can also rotate down and play the slot which is like exactly what i was talking about you get a guy who can roam the back end play center field rob the post go sideline to sideline but then if you need to and you're bringing pressure with the linebacker you can rotate that guy down and pick up a slot like ideally like that would be that is savage's skill set the issue with savage is like we've not seen that consistency now is that we haven't seen that consistency because he's being asked to do things that don't fit. He's playing like I'm, I'm a fan of the too high stuff. Um, but, but if you think of like what a safety is doing, a lot of this stuff, it's more like you're playing in a phone booth or you're passing stuff off. You're looking at the crossers in front of you. You're playing downhill as opposed to if you're single high, you're rotating back. You see that stuff play out in front of you. You can read and react a little bit more. You can fly to the ball. So I kind of, I, it feels like almost like a Homer thing where I'm like, I'm dreaming on what like his rookie season was and ideally what they drafted him to be. But mm-hmm. if this doesn't necessarily unlock him, but if he's better at that, at being that kind of like eyes in the middle of the field, read and react, play downhill. Don't have to worry about passing all that stuff off. Then when you need to rotate, rotate down and play the slot, and we've seen him play the slot and be perfectly fine in it. I think yeah. the ideal version of Darnell Savage, if he hits that, I think he could be, I mean, there is a, what 10% chance, but he could be their starting single high safety that you rate to rotate down and play the slot. I I'm not ruling out the possibility that he could be their day one starting safety. Like I think there absolutely could be a role for him here. However, not overly banking on that just because we've, again, we've not seen that consistency. So I think he's, he's either that or I, or I think he's out because I don't think you're playing him. I mean, if you want to play a lot of single high, what's what, what else are you doing? That it's box safety. Like he's not, he's good around the line, but he, he's not, he's not, he's never shown himself to be a good box safety. He's going into what is he, year six? Like he's not just yeah. going to be a special teamer. So I think he's either you're starting safety. Maybe he takes a backup role or something, or I think he's, I think he's, I think he's probably out the door. So my hope, because I really like Savage, my hope would be that he picks up on that single high stuff that he can become like this, unlock something in him. He can be that. Uh, but I think if it doesn't, I just, I don't, I don't know if there's a big spot for him. It's funny that Mike Patton is getting so much love on this show now that we're talking about a new uh, DC. But yeah, it, that's the 2020 season exactly what I was thinking about when he was the free safety. He had four picks. Like he just got to float, and Adrian Amos was like the in the box. I think that was when they were like the highest graded tandem for the second half of the season. Like just a phenomenal end of the year for them. And then everything, like the wheels fell off in 2021. Not sure what else changed in 2021, but the wheels fell off of that secondary in 2021. Then 
yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you 1000% that if he could get back to like floating free safety, there is an avenue, especially because he played nickel in college. Like it'd Mm -hmm. be fun to experiment with what he can do, especially if we're talking about Nixon probably not being the long-term solution at nickel. But I also think the nickel now, like a starting nickel corner is just like a position that you have to draft instead of just allocating like one of your resources to nickel. It's becoming kind of its own spot. So I think there's plenty of options, especially a corner in the draft, but yeah, it'd be fun to see 2020 Savage. I just don't know. I don't know if this, uh, the system broke him or if we can see the old Savage with a new DC. I have been thinking about Savage so much since this, it was like my first thought with this hire, because again, I also think for player development, when you've gone through this many coordinators and this many changes, it's like, how much does that impact your ability to be successful and like they also would have to take a flyer contract on him which would be like probably just a one-year situation would he want to test the market would the market be favorable towards him probably not given where the safeties are at and how many he would be going up against like competition wise given like the names that are floating around out there there's just a very 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 interesting again same as last year question around darnell savage um You guys bring up some good points that I hadn't thought of. So I'm glad I asked the question. I would be so happy if he was finally found his success, because again, he was just such a athletic fun prospect with such a high upside that you just can't help, but feel like the flashes have always been really exciting. Like I the mean, speed's still there, right? Yeah, like the yeah. instincts are still yeah, there too. Instincts, like He jumps that route. Um, you know, that play against Dak in the, in the wild card round, like that was not just like a gimme touchdown. Like he read that ball and jumped that route. And I do wonder with everything that you're saying, like being in that more of the free floating, you know, read the field, if he'd have more opportunities for plays like that versus being having to pass guys off and having more of the unfortunate moments that we saw in the 49ers game, right, where he's not where he's supposed to be and he's having to come down and he's missing tackles and things of that nature. So um, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, But Savage is like a big, big question mark for me this offseason. Here's my question for you guys. With with a BC coach coming in, is BJ Raja going to make his return? Is he (laughs) – I think he's coming back, Maggie. He's going to come in and coach the defensive line. (laughs) my heart would stop so don't joke (laughs) he comes out from hiding (laughs) yeah no one's heard from him in five years he's like i'll coach the d-line like all right welcome back bj and that's i mean you bring up a good point there dusty though is that like now we're probably going to get in a whole new slew of coordinator or um position coaches well i just saw Um, and i I didn't know if it was confirmed or not but i just saw it looks like he's gonna he's getting um He's he's trying to get the Ohio State DB coach to come coach DBs in Green Bay, so I do think there's going to be a big change there. But it sounds like that was just like right before I hopped on. I saw some I saw some report about that. That's so. interesting because oh, okay. the the one spot I thought he might stick with was Ryan Downard, since they had worked together previously. And I know he's like primarily safeties, but yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I saw Will Blackman too was like tweeting about where he wants to coach and everyone's like, Hey, Boston college guy who is a former DB. Come on That'd down awesome. to Green Bay. But, wow. 
so much change. So exciting. Any, uh, any final thoughts? I'm the, my, my biggest frustration. I'm, I'm glad they didn't wait until after the Super Bowl. I'm glad the hiring's done. I'm glad we got a new DC. I am now very frustrated that we don't get a chance to see what this looks like on the field until September. Like I want to, I want to see it now. Like we've been, we've been looking at it. I'm like looking at, we, we got the draft coming up and thinking of how these players are going to fit in the ones we have now. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see it now. And I don't want to wait. That's like the only thing I'm frustrated about everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. It wasn't, I mean, they didn't really, they, they interviewed what uh, Staley and I really like Brandon Staley. So I'm fine with that, but they weren't bringing in a whole bunch of like, older guys who maybe like had, had been like kind of lifer de, uh, defensive coordinators or defensive coaches. Like I like that they brought in, I like the process in general. There's a whole bunch of younger guys. And I, I mean, after going through a whole bunch of this stuff and reading and listening and like hearing guys talk about him, I'm pretty excited about this. 